Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, ancient, A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Yeah, welcome to the cave. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, thank you so much for having me today. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, the listeners of the viewers that tune into this interview, uh, they'll see you in your latest project, Bandit, but they've also seen you as an Emmy Award winner, The Bay. You've done so mm-hmm. many projects. You worked with, I met you Christos earlier before we got on the air. You worked with him last year in a Christmas movie. You've been busy. You've been all over the place from the research that I was doing with you. You're in college now, correct? Yes, I am in college. USC, fight on. <laughs> so you've been busy what's like how do you handle all this you know I need to have a schedule and I need to know like obviously my assignments are due and some time for free time and to see my family and to see my dog and to read it's just it's been crazy so far but I'm enjoying every step of this process before we dive more into uh the career the movie you know like I mentioned I was doing some research on you uh you kind of got into the acting world like around two and a half years old, right? Yes. How did, I, how did that happen? So when you're younger, twins are super popular to hire because they can have two people for one role. And plus twins can't work more than like, if you're like one years old, you can't work for like more like an hour, like two. And so my mom and my dad were always stopped. Like you have to put them in the business. You have to. And so when we started around like two and a half, three, that was considered late because when you're tall, like your babies, they use you a lot. So you can swap them in and out. Right. Mm. So one of our first auditions was the young and the restless playing young summer Newman. And we got the role. And so I think for like a year and a half, Bianca and I would switch on back and forth for certain episodes or certain days to mm. play summer Newman. And so ever since my sister and I have loved this process, both in front of the camera and behind it as well. And that's what really got our start. Wow. Now, what pushed you more? Like, I know you said you were working at two and a half years old, but then, you know, eventually you went to school, I assume. You didn't, were you homeschooled mm-hmm. or was it regular school? So I was in regular school for a little bit, but because of acting and, and auditions, I just didn't want to miss out on anything in school. So my family and I made the decision that I sh- my sister and I should be homeschooled. And I feel like that definitely worked a lot better for us, for our mm-hmm. acting and just for life in general. I find homeschooling to be very easy and, you know, it's very flexible with our schedule. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. Now, growing up, you know, going through like your life and everything, was it always that acting? This is what I want to stick with. Yeah. So when I was younger, I, I loved acting. I still do. And then I want to say maybe like five years ago, I always had like ideas about shows. I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm too scared to write them down because I feel like no one would really listen to me. And so one day I actually, I watched Stranger Things for the first time. And that okay. was like my light bulb moment where like, I want to be a writer. And so I use Celtics. I use my notes app, anything I can get my hands on for mm-hmm. fine, uh, for one year for Christmas, I asked for final draft and that was it. I was like, please, can I have final draft? And so my parents got it for me for Christmas and that was like my prized possession for a while. And so I realized I wanted to be both in front and behind it. And mm-hmm. when I was going to go to college, I wanted to study screenwriting and I'm doing that at the School of Cinematic Arts at USC. And I'm so grateful. And so now I have both the knowledge of in front and behind to help me in my career. Uh, now also like growing up was there anybody was there what were your favorite like tv shows and movies growing up and what made you even push it to like yes i am sticking with this i'm gonna go with this people that you looked up to in the business also so when i was younger i loved tana montana 
Okay. She was a go-getter. And she had several different personalities. She could be the girl at school. She could also be a pop star. And I was like, that's who I want to be. I looked up to Hannah Montana a lot. And then Scarlett Johansson was like my main like inspiration. Like I love Scarlett Johansson so much. And I looked up to her as well as Jodie Comer. I love Jodie Comer. Killing Eve is one of my favorite shows of all time. Stranger Things. I love the Duffer Brothers. They're the creative geniuses. And I really look up to them. You mentioned Stranger Things and you said you just finished watching the last season. I did. I just finished watching it. Yeah. Okay. So we'll talk a little spoilers real quick. How bad are you now? Like we have to wait this long for the next one. You know, they said it's not going to be as long as the wait from season three to season four, because obviously the pandemic did occur. And so they're going to be more on top of it. And they just finished outlining the season. Like they right. posted on Twitter. Like I followed the Stranger Things writers Twitter and yeah. I just keep looking. Obviously it's blurred out. We can't see what it is, but I'm like, Ooh, this is so exciting, but so devastating at the same time the show is ending. Yeah. Um, What's your whole process watching the whole series? You know, it's, it's legendary. The entire series. Like I'm like, Oh, like they're going to like bring this back in the last episode. Like for instance, for season four, um, in the last episode, they're like, oh, you want to go see the movies? Um, um, Lucas says to Max. And I was like, oh, that's not going to happen. And obviously that does not happen, which was so devastating. But like, they're just like so creative in the way that like they plot little like things and little like ideas. And then it comes back mm-hmm. later in the season. And that's like something I really like looked up to as a writer. It's like now, like I always like watch. So I'm like, okay, what's going to happen now? Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can predict what's going to happen. Now, what's your favorite kind of like, genre? Is it comedy, drama, a little bit of everything? Ooh, I love everything. I love comedy. I love to make people laugh and entertained. So I love comedy, but I feel like for writing, I love mysteries and sci-fi. I feel like it's so fascinating. I love to keep people on the edge of their seats and always thinking and never know what's going to happen next. Because you mentioned the writing. I was wondering, like, if you're thinking about, like, would you ever want to do a sitcom or would you ever want to be behind the scenes? Oh, yeah. I mean... I love working in front and behind the camera in sitcoms. I think there's something so magical about it and just the lives to the audience and everything just sort of like works well. So I'd love to write a sitcom. I want to do everything. You know, I don't want to be put into a box. I want to do everything. I want to do every genre and see what what lands on the ceiling. Well, you've done a little bit of everything because you did uh, an episode of Parks and Rec, but that's more of like, it's not like a live action sitcom. That's more like, I don't know how you um, describe that. Single cam comedy. Single cam, yeah. Yeah, like the office style. I don't know, right. like documentary style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts? Would you want to do a live audience? I would, but like, I also like, I love Abbott Elementary and I love the way that okay. that's shot too. And like Parts and Rec is one of my favorite shows of all time. But yeah. like, I'm also a That 70s Girl show. So okay. I love those type of comedies as well. So I don't know. I, I will have to see what I want to write. Who knows? Mm. I mentioned like some of the shows you've worked on. What's been like your favorite project, do you think? Ooh, let me say those that I'm grateful for every project. Like every experience has been so different in good ways. And man, there's so many amazing things. I worked on the Bay's um, spinoff YA, which my sister and I, my twin sister and I um, lead. And that was just such an amazing and incredible experience. Um, I worked on Disney pilot, Um, man. And then I filmed this movie called Slapface in upstate New York in the middle of fall, like Halloween week. We filmed it, at least my section. And Bianca and I just had an absolute blast. We we love our cast. We love the crew. Mm. And just the vibes were just so, so amazing, especially because it was like a horror movie. So my sister and I had such a fun time filming that. Now you mentioned like, I don't know, like 
you don't have to answer this. I can always cut this out too. Like, have you ever auditioned for a show and you were so excited that you were going to be part of it and you didn't get it or something got cut? Like you had your heart set out for that one show. Well, things happen all the time. Like it's the show business. You have to just like, yeah. you know, digest it and realize, you know, it's not me. It's whatever's happening behind the scenes. And just know that whenever you go into an audition room or you send a self-tape, you put yeah. your best foot forward and you won the room or you just showed them your personality and who you are as an actress and as an individual. And so that's what I always think whenever I send a tape out. And so once it's, once you send it out, it's out of your hands. There's nothing really mm. you can do, you know? Yeah. What's your what's your process? What do you like better, the uh, live audition or self tape? Well, I think that now because of the pandemic and the uncertainty of everything, it will stick to the self tapes. And I don't really have a preference. I, I like both, you know. But I I don't know. I don't know the answer. There you go, there you go. So I mentioned earlier, you just had a recent project, The Bandit, which just got released a couple about a, two weeks ago, and now it's also on streaming, right? Bandit. Yes. Yeah. Tell us about that. How were you approached for the series? Have you worked with the people before? Was it one of those things where, hey, we want you to come on? So I had to send in a reel of my right. previous jobs and I got the role and I played Mel Gibson's daughter, Jill. It mm -hmm. was super fun. We filmed in Georgia in the midst yeah. of humidity. And it, and it was like 80s costume. So it was like the bright fluorescent colors and outfits and styles. And it was it was a really fun experience. I worked on it for a couple of days and the cast and crew were just amazing to work with. Yeah. Now, Ben is, is the true story. Mm -hmm. uh, but the movie is loosely based on that. Did you read the book just to get an idea? Because I know they wrote, they wrote a book too. Like, did you get to get an idea how you wanted to play this character? Did you have your own input on Jill? So I did not want to read anything beforehand. I just wanted to go right. in with my own mind. And I talked to the writer about it a little bit. And he told me yeah. who Jill's inspired off of. And so I got to see um, the real life individual who this movie's about okay. on set. And I saw him at the movie premiere. And I, I feel glad that I, I didn't read the book beforehand. Because I feel like I would just go in with like my intentions. And then I watched mm -hmm. the movie. And I know more about him. So I feel like I made like a good choice with like not just really knowing that much about it. But yeah. I read the script and I talked to the director and the writer. And it was it was something I really want to be a part of. Yeah. What was the description you were given for Jill? And how did you prepare to play the role after that? Well, she's very snarky and sassy. And so I was like, okay, okay. I could play into this a little bit, you know? So yes, <laughs> I was like, okay, I, that's a really good description. I know how to play that. And especially with Mel Gibson, he's really into improv. And so okay. some of the scenes he would just go off and we just go on back and forth and back and forth. And yeah. he kept me on my toes, which was really good for my character as well. Cause she always has to be thinking and it was a really fun experience. Did he give you any pointers, Mel? You know, he's been in the business for so many years. He was just like, it's not necessarily like pointers, like, like outwards, like saying, oh, we have to do this. It was more like what you learned from like working with him, that mm. that's what you take with you. And the improv, you just have to know the character in and out. You have to think like the character to know what they're going to say next, not even if it's on the page. Yeah. And so that's something I really like took with me. You mentioned like the, the improv with you. Any bloopers? Did any bloopers happen while you guys were filming? There probably is a blooper reel. I just have not seen it. I don't know <laughs> if I want to see it. Yeah. I'm a little nervous, but oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. What's one thing this character taught you while you were doing it? Man, that family's everything. You have to stick up for your family. That's a good point. Good point. That, I mean, I always do that anyways, but like yeah. you really see that in the movie. Yeah. What did you love about Jill? And if there was anything you could change about her, would you? 
No, I think she's just really fun. She's a really fun character to play. Yeah. How how do you how do you describe her journey now through the film? I think that, you know, I feel like she stays the same. She's she just wants to protect her family and protect her family's business. Mm. And she loves her parents and she will be snarky to anyone who tries to mess with them. Mm. Now, about working now with the rest of the cast, is there anybody that you kind of wish you had more scenes with or you didn't have a scene with that you kind of hope you worked with? Man, I mean, I met most of them. I I, I unfortunately did not meet um, Alicia. Mm. Um, I wanted to meet her. She seemed so nice. She was at the premiere. She looked beautiful, by the way. Stunning. Um, I met Josh. Super sweet. I mean, he's such a nice guy. He's tall. Yeah. Very tall. But a very nice guy. I have a picture with him, and it's like, I'm like this tall, and he's like this tall. And it's like such a fun picture. I love it so much. What did you think of the 80s outfits? Oh, it was... Uh, when I had to go into like um, the dressing room and do wardrobe fittings, I had such a fun time picking out, like helping out with the outfits and like the jeans, you know, and like yeah. the little belts and like the stripes and the solid colors. It was, it was a great experience to like go through and like, oh my gosh, like, especially because Stranger Things fans, I love right. the 80s. So like, it was like, oh my gosh, I would wear that and like this. And it was like, so cool. Yeah. What's one thing you picked up that's something about the 80s that you didn't know before? Is there anything you picked up during the filming? I mean, the music. Like, they would always right. play, like, some sort of, like, music. And, like, I'm really familiar with 80s music, but there's some songs I haven't listened to before. And mm. so they would play that on set. I was like, oh, I don't know this. I'm listening to this now. So that's what I, like, that's what I sort of picked up on, too. That's awesome. So I mentioned Bandit. Now it's available on streaming and in theaters. What's next for you now? Any other projects you're allowed to tell us about that you have coming up? Yes. So YA should be coming out really soon. I'm so excited for everybody to see it. It's a 10 episode show followed by my character, Reagan Sanders and our twin sister, mm. Frankie Sanders, which is played by my talented twin sister, Bianca D'Ambrosio. And it follows their lives through high school and how social media plays a really big part in our upbringing now. And it has, it has romance in it and has tons of drama. And it's just a show that everybody really needs right now to like, it's a, it's like a really good show, and I I would I'm, I'm so obsessed with it. And I can't wait for people to see it. Yeah. My sister and I have a action movie coming out in December called High okay. Heat right. with Don Johnson, and I don't know how I would describe it. I would say it's like Mr. and Mrs. Smith meets like like chefs and like okay. cooking. Yeah, I don't know. Like I that's how I would describe it. It was it was so fun. Like that was it was all night shoots for me and my sister. So it was so fun. Like we would just spend like all night just like working and like reading and just hanging out with like who our parents are. And so definitely look out for that movie. It's super fun. And I'm going to I'm going to show my twin, my twin sister her movie coming out um called Jane. It's coming out really soon. Make sure to stay tuned. It's an powerful and incredible movie that everybody needs to watch now. That's amazing. Well, how can they find the show when it gets released? Where is that going to be on? YA, um, it's still in the works right now. Um, I can't really say too much about where it's going to be, but I will let you guys know. All right, perfect. And uh, how can the viewers and listeners find you on social media now to keep up with you? So my Instagram and my TikTok are at real Carity, and then my sister and I have a joined twin account on all social media platforms, D'Ambrosia Twins, D-A-M-B-R-O-S-I-O Twins. Yeah, this is great. Uh, thank you for giving me a few minutes. This was fun. Thank you so much for having me. 
That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast and our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.